chapter thirty four of tarano the conqueror by ray cummings this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva invisible assailants we did not locate the source of the bomb and no others arose to assail us the mountain defiles so far as our lights could illuminate them seemed deserted we passed over the divide and on the plateau beyond we landed a region of rolling country beneath its snow and ice the mountains came down sharply to the inner plain a crescent of mountain range stretching off to the dimness of distance half encircling this white plateau in the centre of which stood the city of ice we could just see it at the horizon the glittering spires of its ice palace around the city completely enveloping it was a thick circular wall of ice twenty times the height of a man we were too far away to see it plainly a turreted wall doubtless armed with projectors throughout its circular length our finders would not show it for it was insulated against them it stood there gray-white bleak and apparently deserted georg said it's the man's accursed inactivity is he going to do nothing our power plant has landed jack there in the foothills see it drop a call from rialton took his attention we landed our entire force in the foothills of the mountains the power plant was there it looked like a squat industrial building set upon a ledge of ice a shining cliff face behind it a precipice in front at the foot of the precipice our other vehicles were clustered we were there throughout three entire times of sleep hours strangely the same in that unaltered polar twilight during them with the tower platforms set in a ring about us to make an armed camp we unloaded our apparatus erected our power controls prepared the individual circuits making ready for our offensive and still though we were alert for it no move from tarano they were hours during which with my lack of technical knowledge i found myself often with nothing to do our camp was bustling with activity but among the now idle girls and many of the young men there was an air of gaiety they laughed shouted played games amid the rocks from which we had long since melted the snow once in what would have been early evening had not the sun in these latitudes held level like a burned-out ball near the horizon elsa and i wandered from the camp to climb the cliffs nearby beyond the circle of the camp's heat the deadly cold of the region assailed us we had not wished to equip with the individual heating which for battle would leave us free of heavy garments instead we swathed ourselves in furs with the exercise of climbing to aid us in keeping warm it was wonderful to be again alone with elza even with what was impending we were young enough to put it momentarily from our minds like young lovers clandestinely stealing away to a tryst we left the camp and hand in hand climbed up amid the crags a few hundred feet to one side of the powerhouse and about the same distance above it we sat down at last to rest 
the scene from here was picturesque in the extreme across the flat shadowless snowy plain was the wall of ice with the city behind it all in the far distance this city wherein our enemy was entrenched and there were no lights no movement that we could see in that drab twilight it seemed almost unreal the plain too was empty a few palpably deserted huts nothing else beneath us snugly anchored there on the ledge was our powerhouse no unreality here its aerials were mounted its external dynamos were visibly revolving from its windows blue shafts of light slanted out and from it rose the low hum of active power below it spread over the slightly sloping area of foothill beneath us lay our encampment a ring of our tower vehicles with their projectors mounted and ready their colored search beams slowly sweeping the white plain and the dead gray sky within their ring the camp itself lighted by the blue-white tubes set upon quadrupeds at intervals heated by strings of red glowing wire and the red wire balls used on venus the snow and ice on the ground within the camp had melted exposing the naked rock a scene of blue and red lights and shifting shadows bustling with activity figures tiny from this height hurrying about the sounds from it rose to us the low hum and snap of the weapons being tested the shouted commands and sometimes mingled with it the laughing shout of a light-hearted girl elza clung close to me everything will be ready soon i nodded they're going to mount a ray up here on the cliff grolier was telling me for permanent protection to stay here with the powerhouse when we go out to the attack silent with her thoughts she did not answer me sidewise i regarded her solemn little face encased in its hood of fur and then clumsily for our furs were heavy and awkward i put my arm about her i love you elza it's worth a great deal to be here alone with you jack what will he do her gaze was to the far-off city of ice it seems so so sinister jock this silence from him this inactivity it is not like him to be inactive he's there i said roltar the marsman boastful fellow blowhard he was telling some of us that in his opinion tarano had already run away never she exclaimed this is his last stand he'll make it here defeat us here elza she glanced momentarily at me smiled a queer smile and then gazed once more over the distant plain i do not mean i think he'll defeat us jock i mean that is his reasoning make his last stand here he hasn't run away i repeated i told roltar so we got an outlaw connection into the ice palace today for a moment only and then it was discovered and broken off but we had the image for a moment it chanced to show tarrano himself 
but he's isolated now breton said his isolation power around the ice palace and the wall anyway is greater than any image ray we can send against it my heart leaped suddenly for i saw elsa's eyes widen fear spring to her face heard the sharp intake of her breath and felt her hand grip my arm jack there's something wrong see there and you hear it from the instrument room i heard a vague drumming a hiss and then a drumming growing louder it was not a new sound for now i remembered i had been conscious of it for several moments past our encampment was awake to it a confusion down there people running about a figure dashing wildly into the instrument room and the aerials on the powerhouse began to snap viciously jack what is it i don't know see there elsa the subray lights the search beams from our towers were inordinately active sweeping the empty snow plain and the empty sky empty to my fevered imagination they were peopled with enemies and then one of the towers flashed on a sub-ray the dull infrared for envisaging the slow rays below the power of human sight and another tower with its faint purple beam was using the ultraviolet that drumming elsa that's a microphone the big one they just erected near the instrument room there's something coming that's the magnified sound of some distant rush of air very faint sound but they must have heard it on the earphones long ago that microphone must have just been connected something coming we could see nothing let's go down jack we must get back i've got infrared glasses i fumbled beneath my furs but i did not have them jack wait elsa my glasses would have been useless for the sub and ultra beams from the towers were disclosing nothing i could tell that by the hasty searching sweeps they made and then from the big wilton tower the newly connected zed-ray flashed on i could hear the load of it in the deepened throaty hum from the powerhouse its dirty brown beam sprayed out over the plain then swung to the sky caught something hung motionless narrowed into great intensity the powerful zed-ray capturing the visibility of dense solids only footnote twenty four similar doubtless to our present-day x-ray there was something up there in the sky the zed-ray met resistance we could see the sparks and hear the snap of them coming like a roar from the microphone above the drumming met the resistance and conquered it gradually the snapping roar died away jack i see something something there don't you see it a luminous blur became visible in the nearer sky moving blobs of silver luminosity in the mud-brown light of the zed-ray a hundred or more moving silver blobs they were taking form the silvery phosphorescent look faded became gray-white took definite shape waving arms and legs bones bereft of flesh human skeletons limbs waving rhythmically bony arms with fingers clutching metal weapons assailants coming at us through the air stripped by the zed-ray of clothing skin flesh 
organs to the naked bone skeletons with skulls of empty eye sockets and set jaw bones to make the travesty of human faces grim with menace End of chapter thirty four